the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome in to a Wednesday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. Joe Biden's in the hospital, but for a routine physical exam, not a mental exam. That's unfortunate. Unless, of course, there's some backdoor effort going on quietly, secretly behind the scenes to use his exam to show that he's mentally unfit to be president. I doubt it because he's going to the border tomorrow to uh, no doubt lie because he will tell us what a fantastic job Border Patrol is doing and how he's done everything he can because Democrats are always doing everything they can, whether it's to shut the border or lower gas prices or lower inflation or build the economy from the bottom up and the middle out. Uh, They're always doing everything they can. It's just that everything they do doesn't work and that everything they say is a flat out lie. So it's interesting today. I can't get this young woman in Georgia out of my mind. She's 22 years old. I have a uh, 21 year old daughter. Uh, who's athletic, who's in college, and who uh, could very easily uh, go out for a jog, unsuspecting the danger that's around her, because these illegal aliens are everywhere. Uh, Did you know, for instance, that we have a ton of them here in Columbus, and that right now there's a fight going on in the city of Columbus to try to find out who's going to pay the bill, the tab, for relocating the 1,300 residents who were displaced from the Colonial Village apartment complex. Now, if you think for a second that our incompetent city attorney, Zach Klein, is going to be able to get the people hiding behind a intricate group of lawyers to come forward and pay for the relocation of Haitian immigrants who were brought here illegally and engaged in human trafficking, if you think Zach Klein is going to mastermind his way through the legal protections that are out there by this receivership that was supposedly running Colonial Village Apartments. Um, well, you're a you're a cockeyed optimist, is all I will say. Uh, no, the city is going to be on the hook for this. They've already spent $1.6 million of $4 million that it's going to take to relocate these uh, folks who should not be here, who should not be in the country, and who were, of course, being taken advantage of by the cartels and the gangs that brought them here to um, enslave them in a life of human trafficking. So that's why this case in Georgia matters, because it happened in Georgia late last week. It will happen in here uh, in Columbus at some point in time. It's basically just what I've come to refer to as the lottery of evil. There is an abundance of evil going on out there. It's... The Bible says, uh, prowling around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. And if it doesn't devour you or doesn't devour someone you love, that's either because you have the divine protection of God upon you and your loved one or just because of random luck. 
I don't know Lake and Riley's background. There certainly she did nothing to deserve uh, being murdered. But now um, she's being trivialized by people on the left who I've noticed have a very familiar pattern that they love to engage in when something like this happens. And this is the fundamental difference between the left and the right, between Republicans and Democrats, between Joe Biden voters and Donald Trump voters, is that Democrats are very good at telling you and I what we are not allowed to be upset about. They're very good at it. Lake and Riley, 22 years old, goes out for a jog, broad daylight between 9 a.m. and 1 p.m., and gets murdered by an illegal alien who was at least twice arrested by other authorities in other cities. But he couldn't be held because he's an illegal alien and because there have been people on the Democratic side of the aisle advocating for illegal aliens to have rights that you and I don't have ever since Donald Trump got the border under control. Let me take you back to 2020 presidential debate. Um, I can't think right now off the top of my head, the Spanish language uh, television network, Uh, but they were in charge of the debate. And here's a question to Joe Biden about whether or not illegal aliens should be turned over to immigration and customs enforcement when they are like this murder suspect in the death of Lake and Riley, when they are arrested in major cities. Here's the question. Here's Biden's answer. Vice President Biden, you opposed sanctuary cities as a presidential candidate in 2007. Where do you stand now? Should undocumented immigrants arrested by local police be turned over to immigration officials? No. That's his answer. No, they shouldn't be turned over to ICE and this illegal immigrant murderer was not turned over to ICE. He left New York City where he was detained for endangering a minor. And he went to Georgia and he murdered this girl. And it looks like he just murdered her for sport. I've not seen anything reported that she was sexually assaulted. Not that I want her to be. But it looks like he just grabbed her and bashed in her head to the point where she was unrecognizable. Why? She's not carrying any money on her. He just he just did it for sport. He, just, he did it because he could. Who knows what was going on in his life? But you're not allowed to be upset about it. If you don't believe me, listen to, uh, I played this yesterday, I'll play it again. This is the mindset on the left. Democrats love to tell you what you're not allowed to be upset about. Here's Katie Porter, Congressman, California. Lake and Riley, does she matter? Well, she'll pay homage to Lake and Riley. But, you know, the real takeaway here is don't you dare infer from this that this is symptomatic uh, of a bigger problem out there. Well, I think when a horrible tragedy like like this happens, I think whenever we're dealing um, with violent crime, there is a sense of outrage, of sadness, and of loss. But I think the important thing to focus on is any one instance mm. shouldn't shape our overall immigration policy. Lake and Riley's not important. See, the, the important thing to focus on is that one incident should not shape our immigration policy. Now you say, well, that's a California congressman. She's out there on the edges of crazy town. She's a politician. She's got to cater to her constituents in California. 
but it'd be different down in the deep south, down where this really happened, down where the people in Georgia are deeply, deeply impacted by this. Would it would it would it be different? This morning, the mayor of Athens, Georgia came out. And it didn't take me long to know that this press conference was not going to have the tone that I would have expected it to take, given the fact that this young girl was murdered in his backyard. There's a giveaway. There's a tell. And one of the things that he's talking about here when he first starts his press conference by talking about all the things that Georgia, Athens, Georgia police are going to do to prevent this from happening again. Listen, see if you can come up with a term that tells you exactly where his mind really is. We're going to expand our pan to pan, tilt, and zoom camera array to those places where data would indicate to us that we need to have them consistently based on the lived experience of our officers and the chief. Ah, based upon what? Mayor Kelly Gertz? Ah, the lived experience. Does any Republican ever use the term lived experience? No, we never use the term, we need to have a conversation about this. We need to do the work. There are just tells that Democrats put out there. So Kelly Gertz just kept on going, and he wants you to know that, yeah, we got an illegal immigrant here, and he murdered a co-ed who was minding her own business out for a morning run, but uh, don't don't draw any conclusions from it. In fact, he sounds an awful lot like Congressman Katie Porter from California. In the main, I caution against conflating immigration and crime. The data demonstrates that the two are not connected. Oh, the two are not connected! Well, they're connected in the case of Lake and Riley. That's apparently not enough connection. Uh, Kelly Gertz kept going down this road. And finally, thankfully, some people in the room had enough. Uh, we know many, means. many of the elements. Liar. Many of the elements. Liar. 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 We, liar. We are here to listen. Liar. You're a liar. We are here to listen. Liar. There'll be time for liar. questions. You're Many of the aspects that are ascribed to sanctuary cities we know what sanctuary are things means. that are disallowed by Georgia law. Yeah. Nice try, Kelly Gertz. They're not having it because their minds work, because common sense is not something that they ignore. Republicans draw logical conclusions based upon facts. And then when they arrive at that logical conclusion based upon a fact, they are told that it's irrelevant, the facts and the conclusion that they have drawn via common sense and logic. Or that, how dare you notice that a 22-year-old woman got murdered? How dare you notice that there are more than 1,000 Haitian immigrants here and the city of Columbus is going to pay for it, which we all know is a lie. You're going to pay for it as a taxpayer. Those people should not be here because they are not here legally. They should be turned over to the authorities and deported. Because if they want to come into our country, they have to abide by the laws of our country. But the Democrats don't think so. They're illogical, but you're not allowed to be upset about it. Well, the lies will be flying left and right today in Washington, D.C., where Hunter Biden is uh, testifying behind closed doors. We'll probably get the deposition in another day or two. We'll probably get something out of it today. Uh, Here is James Comer, head of House Oversight, talking about a couple of the things that they want to talk to Hunter Biden about. 
Ten members of the Biden family, including Joe Biden, either participated or benefited from the family influence peddling schemes. What was the Biden family business? That's been a big question of this whole investigation. What was the business? Biden family associates testified that Joe Biden was the brand. President Biden has repeatedly lied to the American people that he never interacted with his son's associates. But when Joe Biden was vice president, he spoke to his associate, his son's associates by speakerphone over 20 times. He dined with foreign oligarchs and a Burisma executive and had coffee with his son's Chinese associate. All while he was vice president. By the way, Joe Biden wrote a letter of recommendation for that Chinese businessman's son to get into an Ivy League school. But there's no connection. No connection. Uh, Speaking of, Hunter Biden and his bags of cash tread on daddy's name and position scheme. Here's Comer articulating how it worked with Joe Biden and an influential and very, very, very wealthy Russian. And since you all care so much about Russia, we know that Vice President Biden spoke on the phone with Russian oligarch Yelena Baterina and dined with her as she was funneling millions of dollars to his son. One associate said this phone call was orchestrated by Hunter Biden and Vice President Biden told her to, quote, be good to my boy. Well, she was. Five million bucks, I think, was the number. Maybe I have it confused with the one from uh, Ukraine. It's easy to get them confused. Or do I have it confused with the one from China, where Hunter Biden traveled on Air Force Two with Joe Biden? And Joe, like, remember, never had anything to do with my son's foreign business dealings, never asked him anything about his foreign business dealings. I brought my cokehead sex addict son to China, turned him loose in China while I was there doing business with Xi Jinping, and Hunter got back on the plane, and I never asked him anything about what he did. That seems plausible to me. Doesn't it seem plausible to you? It doesn't seem very plausible to James Comer. President Biden also lied to the American people that his family never made money from China. Hunter Biden's <laughs> work with the Chinese Communist Party-linked energy company, CEFC, began when Joe Biden was vice president. CEFC even gave Hunter Biden a diamond during this time to entice him Uh, to work with the CCP-linked company. The Bidens received a $3 million payment as a thank you for work completed when Joe Biden was vice president shortly after Joe Biden left office. So now in Washington, I'm looking at the TV screen and I see uh, all-out crazy Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez up there whining and belly aching and moaning about how this is a witch hunt and everything else. And standing beside her is uh, Eric Swalwell, uh, who slept with a Chinese spy. I'd really try to get better character witnesses if I were Joe Biden, uh, seeing as how AOC, this just, just, this just hit me. Like, is there a single Democratic narrative that is not based on a blatant lie or is not put forward by a blatant liar? Remember AOC at the border? In her white pantsuit, because, you know, when I go to the border, the dusty, dirty southern border, I mean, I wear all white, don't you? <laughs> like, like, I don't wear jeans and hiking boots. I'm going in an all white pantsuit if I'm a woman. Maybe if I ever identify as a woman, I'll be overcome by the desire to show up at the border and cry, fake cry, in a white pantsuit. But there's AOC 
So the border narrative, the Russian collusion hoax narrative one and two, the Hunter Biden laptop narrative. Uh, oh, yeah, the COVID narrative. Uh, what else? Oh, Michael Brown, hands up, don't shoot. Uh, what else? Brianna Taylor had no role in being shot by Louisville police except that she was shacking up with a wanted felon who fired first at police. Uh, Rayshard Brooks, Atlanta, stole a taser off an officer, shot him with it. And the officer had to fire back because, you know, bad idea letting a criminal put you in a position where you can't defend yourself because if he's taking your taser, what's next? Oh, there's his weapon. Gee, I wonder if I could shoot him with this and get away. Oh, and of course, George Floyd, who wasn't high on enough fentanyl to kill a horse, George Floyd was, what was he doing? What was the re, the thing last week? He was, oh, he was just trying to buy cigarettes with a counterfeit $20 bill. Is there a single Democratic narrative over the past, I don't know, go back as far as you want, that isn't 100% bull cookies? One narrative. Prices are coming down. Well, yeah, I guess from the 40-year high that you hiked them to. Remember, a half-truth is a lie. A half-truth is a lie. And in the few occasions where they come anywhere close to brushing up against a dust bunny of truth, it's always a half-truth with Democrats. Always a half-truth. The laptop. Oh, I left out the number one lie. Men can be women. Women can be men. There's no advantage for a biological male playing a female sport. No advantage at all. Yet we have myriad examples of biological men playing female sports who soar from like the thousands in terms of their ranking to the top one, two, three, four, or five in the female rankings. But shockingly, I can't name a single instance of a biological woman who decides to play a man's sport and is someone I've ever heard of playing that sport because they've distinguished themselves with their success playing against men. Wouldn't that work like a coin toss? 50-50 where you get heads 50% of the time, tails 50% of the time. If you have men playing women's sports and you have women playing men's sports, wouldn't we have like some kind of an equal distribution between... The men doing well as women and the women doing well as men? We don't. Why is that? Because it's a lie. Just like Russia collusion, Russia collusion was a lie. Just like we're doing everything we can to lower gas prices is a lie. Just like we're doing everything we can to lower food prices is a lie. Just like defund the police will make our cities safer was a lie. There's not a single democratic narrative that's not grounded in lies. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.